Hey, Toll, take two tonight. Yep. Another, no, well, again, same thing as always. Another good one, though. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Another yeah. World of Outlaw. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's, and I'm not going to lie, you know, it's not always easy getting a hold of drivers to talk to. Well, no, they're, they're busy. I, how I, many people don't call them to talk to them? Yeah, and I totally get that. Besides I really do. two hillbilly rednecks <laughs> from northwest Iowa. From nowhere. But uh, Logan Shuart has been nothing but absolutely amazing to deal with. Um, you know, we got his number when he was up at Husets. Uh, not everybody responds to, nope. you know, when you text them, which I completely get. Oh yeah. But Logan from the first time I text him, it's been absolutely amazing. So, yeah. and then, um, well, we had him lined up once and then he had his eye surgery. Yeah. Should have to, well, I'll try to remember to ask him about that, but I'll get distracted. <laughs> I, but yeah, but, uh. Again, um, since, you know, Logan's from PA originally, I want to make sure, you know, TPR Carts, our sponsor, Go-Karts, you know, um, give those guys a a look. You'll hear their uh, spiel here a little bit on, for a commercial, but uh, yeah, I can't thank those guys enough for being on and we really appreciate them helping us out. But when we come back, we are going to have... Logan Schuhart. We would like to welcome our newest sponsor, Tanner Phillip Racing. TPR Carts is a family and veteran-owned operation. Their goal is to provide the best pick carts and products at an affordable price for the everyday racer. You can get anything from a crew chief cart, a self-lifting cart, um, basically a tow cart, you name it, they make high quality stuff made in the USA, made right in central PA. And I tell you what, I, I've only known Rich now for a little while, but he seems like an absolutely great guy. We love the fact that he's a sponsor and I hope you guys take a look, take a look at him on Facebook Tanner Phillip Racing on Facebook. Also, tprcarts.com. Give them a look. They make great products. All right, we're back in Hoagie's Garage, and we are pleased to have Logan Shuhart with us tonight. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your family, Logan. I mean, a lot of people know, obviously, you've been around a while, but just give us an update or whatever. Sure. So I came from a racing family. My grandfather, Bobby Allen, was a legend in our sport. Kind of got sprint car racing really happening back here. He's from Miami, Florida. Uh, him and a few others came up from that area. Um, you know, Van May and them are from Texas. But um, he kind of came up this area in the later 60s. And uh, like I said, he's a legend in our sport. He accomplished a lot in sprint car racing, won the Knoxville Nationals. Um you know, hundreds of sprint car wins. So that's where, you know, as a young kid, my passion for sprint car racing started. He, he owned a go-kart track when I was young, and I started racing go-karts competitively when I was about eight years old. So been in it my whole life. It's something I've always wanted to do, and I've had a very supportive family. Um, you know, a lot of people that helped get me to this point, you know, they've – showed up to a lot of races they should still show up to as many races as they can and support me in every way they can so it's still a, it's a family operation my grandfather owns a race team i race you know my teammate is 
Um, you know, he's technically my he's my uncle, Jacob Allen. He's yep. running Chili Bar. So uh, we've, uh, you know, it's family operation and one of the only ones at, at this kind of level. So proud of what we've built and, and, and everything that we have going on for sure. Yeah, so the, this last year we were at Knoxville and – God, there was a rowdy group right behind us, and I, I'm I'm pretty sure that was the Logan Shuhart family. <laughs> they, they were pretty pumped. I would believe it. I've uh, I've heard they they get pretty rowdy. It's uh, my mom, Summer, all them. They uh, definitely have something exciting happens. You don't want to get too close to them. You might text a backhand or something. From what I hear. Uh, but they, I they were in a hurry to get down there after the race, after the celebration. Up. They were wanting to get down there. Oh. Yeah, like, why doesn't somebody put a video on them? Because I'd love to see it sometime. All right. Well, well if, if we they sit, sit in the same section, <laughs> we stay in the same spot, maybe they'll be there again this year. We'll, we'll get a video for you. Yeah, I don't know. They must be having something during the race, too, because they go up and down the, the steps more than anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, I take it you're watching the Chili Bowl tonight. Have you ever raced in the Chili Bowl? I have not raced in the Chili Bowl. What's what's your take on the Chili Bowl? Uh, I think it's a really cool event. You know, right now it's so cold. You know, you can't race like you guys said up where you're at. There's no racing going on in Houston Speedway. That's for sure. So, <laughs> snowmobile uh, races pretty soon in March. We're having snowmobile races at Houston. So yeah, there you go. So I mean, I, I think it's pretty awesome. I think it's cool. Um, I, I went to Australia for a few years. I uh, love making that trip, racing for John Weatherall. I had a lot of fun. And is able to get some seat time, um, but I think it's it's just some, it's something cool to to happen at this time of the year that we can get you know all those race car drivers in one spot and um, and you know they're racing so I think they're racing together anyways you know yeah. from all disciplines so uh, I, I think it's pretty neat and I, I enjoy watching it for sure. Any any desire to participate in it ever or just prefer watching them? So I would I would definitely like to run it one day to, to say that i did it um the opportunities haven't really been there you yep. know it's you race for uh to win and you know come from like i said a family operation that's um you know we're fortunate enough to be able to get big sponsors like dryden and relodyne and duramax and but at, at that level you know you were able to you know race for big money and win some back and you know i race for a living but the chili bowl it's you know it pays ten thousand win i think it's an awesome event it gets so many cars and so much attention um but the 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 rides that i've been offered are just like anybody else can get and um you you get pay six seven eight grand to do it and that just doesn't you know for me doesn't make sense so i would i would enjoy racing there i think it looks like a lot of fun um but Oh, the opportunity would have to be right. Sure. So the the out the outlaw season, you know, is obviously. I mean, it's a crazy amount of travel and everything else. So, um, you know, you take this what maybe two months, basically. Just to, is it just to unwind and enjoy life a little bit, or what? What do you do in the off season besides work on the cars and get them ready? <laughs> yeah. So we. Our race shop's right down the street. I live two miles away from, from our race shop, from my grandfather's. And uh, Brendan Collum, Tyler Garver have been out there working very hard all winter long to get our stuff ready. And 
Um, I, I'm out there. I, I help, but those guys do a, a lot of the work. Um, you know, just stuff that you don't get to do throughout the year is normally what I'm doing now. You know, spending time with family. You got the holidays, and really it goes quick. After Charlotte, I spend a little bit of time in November hunting. I, I enjoy um, hunting a lot of my families in the whitetail hunting, so I do that uh, for a good part of November, and then you got the holidays. So month of January is kind of really focused on getting back to it. You know, we're still, like I said, at at the shop in November and December and, um, you know, November's tearing cars apart, uh, selling stuff. And then, you know, December's starting to get ready, you know, ordering parts. And, uh, then they're starting to come in in January and we're putting everything together and loading the trailer up. And before you know it, we're heading to, to Florida. So that's the, that's the part of the process that we're in right now. So going back to the hunting, did you get yourself a wall hanger this year or anything or not a good year? I did not. I've uh, so I, I put a deposit down. I'm going to Ohio next year, and uh, so right after Charlotte, I'm heading out to Ohio. Maybe a little bit better chance. I spent a lot of time in the woods this year, and uh, didn't really see anything. But I got some meat in the freezers. Uh, uh, but and it's just a doe, and I, I'm not the one that shot it. So I got some meat to, to cook some steaks out this year uh, on the road. But that's about it. Yeah, we got a guy that comes to the garage every week too. Sits here and watch. He's into deer hunting pretty hard, and yeah, he he did the trophy hunting for a while, and then yeah, it was a doe to get meat in the freezer. So <laughs> he he, uh, he saw one and he couldn't shoot it, but he said it was probably the biggest deer he's ever seen in his life. And of course, he was waiting for a chance to keep shooting that one, you know. So. Oh, yeah. but. How it goes. I think I'm I'm going to Ohio, and that's my hopeful. Uh, you know, hopeful deal of getting uh, something nice, but Pennsylvania, I'm going to treat as, as soon as something walks in front of me, it's getting whacked. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> neat in the freezer. There you go. You bet. So, getting a little bit back into your racing, I read that your first time in a golf or not a golf cart, a go kart was when you were two years old. Is that true? So, my grandfather, he owned uh, Speedway 94. It's called Allen's Cartway when I was a kid. Um, go-kart facility for the public and uh, that's kind of where I learned to race you know my grandfather used to set up cones uh, I was kind of talking about this the other day with some people of how he taught Jacob and I to, to run the correct way on the racetrack how to keep your momentum up and um, you know you know, run with random people you know random customers to kind of pass them the right way without you know running into them and setting them up and, and that kind of stuff and it, it definitely was very helpful, and it's how I got my start in racing. But uh, he put me on those cars that they had there when I was really, really young. So they put, uh, you know, packs of toilet paper behind my back so I'd sit up further <laughs> and put a box of wood on the pedals so I could yep. reach the pedal uh, when I was about two, three years old. So about as long as I could walk, I was driving something. So uh, I've been doing it for a long, long time. Do, do what you have to to get, get it to go around the track. That's the main thing. Yep. That's right. Um, so what did you get into then? What, what were you running, say, your first competitive race? Was it you still in go-karts or was it the micros or where did, how did that all go for you? So I went right from go-karts to, to sprint cars, limited sprint cars here in Pennsylvania. But I started racing go-karts competitively when I was eight years old at a track called Hunterstown Speedway, uh, not too far from here. And uh, I raced there until I was about 15. Uh, we did do some 
WKA races, some state races, you know, national races. We did that for a year. But back when I raced, uh, it wasn't, I think that they have a lot more money races now than what they used to. And um, my grandfather sold a lot of the parts that he had left from his sprint car days to for us to go race go-karts on a national level. So we only did it for, for one year. And we're pretty successful. We won Daytona. It was one of the biggest uh, go-kart races at the time. Um, you know, won state championships, state races, and I uh, really enjoyed that. So it's kind of how I got my start in competitive racing and, you know, had a lot of fun doing that. Some of my best memories were racing go-karts as a kid with my family and uh, had a lot of fun. So did that up until I was about 15 years old. And then when uh, actually – the first car I was ever in was Aaron Ott's 25 car, Don Ott, oh, uh, yep. Don Ott's 25 car. And uh, Aaron and Don went to the mountains and offered for my grandfather and I to take the take Aaron's car out the trailways. And I uh, got my first start when I was 14 years old. I ran one race at the very end of the year. So uh, <laughs> Don gave me my first sprint car ride. And then uh, the following year, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, a man named Rick Horn, who my grandfather built a chassis for, uh, it was too, I think it was too short for him. He's kind of a taller guy, and uh, the chassis was too short for him. Uh, he offered my grandfather to drive it, and my grandfather said that he was too old. He didn't want to, he had no interest in doing it anymore, that um, he'd like to see his grandson get in it if he could. And uh, Rick ended up letting me run it. So I ran two races at the end of, uh, I think that would have been 2008 or something like that. Uh, I was 15 years old, so I ran two, two, two races at the end of the season there when I was 15. And then when I was 16, we got our own car together and ran it about 20 races. So kind of trickled on up from there and built the race team up and it's still a family operation, still the same race team, a lot of the same people involved. That's, that's, that's one of the neatest things about your whole race operation. Like you said, the family thing, you know, the racing, we've said it several times on different shows. The family aspect of racing is huge, but when it's your family is your whole race team just about you could say that's just that's got to be it it's an amazing thing really it is you know right around the corner you can i could almost throw a football to a shop you know michael newman builds our engines uh so our engines are are basically built in-house uh my grandfather is a team owner uh my stepdad bill Klingbell, uh you know he does all our pr work helps manage the race team does a fantastic job um you know my mom and summer my my girlfriend Summer sell T-shirts throughout the year, so uh, and it's definitely a family operation. And then uh, for those who aren't physically working on the car, working for the race team, are showing up to the track as much as possible and supporting us in every way they can. So, very much so a family operation. Yeah, that's that's absolutely awesome. Um, the the last three years with the World of Outlaws. Um, I have you down with eight wins, seven wins, seven wins. Um, I mean, you guys have definitely taken it to the top. What What is it that you need to do to just break through and get that championship? We need to cut out the mechanical failures is, is what we need to do. Um, the year that we finished second in the standings, uh, we basically – didn't fall out of very many races at all. The very few that we did fall out of uh, were mistakes that I made, one or two that I ran in the wall, you know, racing for the lead. And, um, you know, that's things like 
Donnie and Brad that you yeah. know, once you get to that level, sometimes a second, third, or fourth is better than going for the win and taking a chance at crashing your car because you look at the big picture. So, um, you know, unless it's the Knox, obviously the Knoxville Nationals, the Kings Royal, which aren't points races anyways, they're just show-up races. But um, that's the difference. And in the last two years, I feel like we're much better as a team. We're faster. Our knowledge of the racetracks and the, the race cars themselves – are much better, but we've had some mechanical issues the last two years that have caused us DNFs. And at the outlaw level, you can't have DNFs. We can win races. You know, we won as many races as Brad Sweet did last year and he won the championship, but he fell out of zero races and we fell out of seven or eight races. So that's that to me, that's the difference. It's not that they're faster than us. Uh, Our speeds there. We just got to limit those, mistakes and figure out how to keep ourselves on the racetrack and and finishing up front consistency yep that's right all right we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back sounds good like to thank octane inc from t south dakota they pretty much do a little bit of everything they are known for their wraps they wrap golf carts uh snowmobiles um trailers sprint cars hobby stocks it doesn't matter Uh, side by sides they wrap it Uh, they also do coolers and they will also do clothing you can have t-shirts made there Um, you name it these guys can do it I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time he is amazing and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And again, they're just great people to work with. All right, we're back here with Logan. Um, Logan, you've been to Australia a time or two, correct? I have. I actually went over for three years. I think it would have been uh, 17, 18, and 19. What, what, so, uh, th- do you, did that help you during that time? I mean, was that just more track time for you? Or what, what, you know, what's the difference when you're over there? From what I hear, it's a, like an all night party when you're done racing. <laughs> uh, the group I was with wasn't totally that way. Um, John Weatherall's in his, mid 70s in the car and it's with a older group of guys that weren't totally into to staying out partying but we had fun we had we had a good time every night uh saw a lot of really cool places you know hung out in the gold coast you know went surfing um and, and you know went to the zoo and, and just you know sightseeing as much as possible so uh we had fun that way and i, I really enjoyed it you know wouldn't you know memories that I have for a lifetime and you know really became close with those guys and uh but I I, I really enjoyed going over there I think the, the racing's really good you know you have a lot of great race car drivers that come from Australia um the competition's tough and uh a lot of short tracks you know comparable to, to California I feel like there are a lot of you know cowboy up rough yep. picking the front end up kind of thing um as a driver it's definitely good I think you going over there and knocking the rust off and, and keeping yourself and with that mentality um, that you have all year long. But um, sometimes, you know, myself as a kind of crew chief mechanic, 
I'd say I'd say there's pros and cons to it. Um, the tires were different. Um, they ran dished wings, and uh, you know over here our wings are flat. We run, yep. our, our tires are different now. Uh, it sounds like everywhere that that's going to run Hoosier tires is going to have the same compound. But then uh, they ran different tires, and they're much different from ours. The sidewalls are very soft. Ours are very stiff and kind of like boards. And uh, the setups are a little bit different. So I felt like there was pros and cons to it. I was Sometimes I'd be worried that it'd teach me bad habits as far as uh, a crew chief's concerned. And, uh, you know, as far as setting my own car up when I came back home. Um, but as far as a driver and, you know, keeping yourself fresh, I thought, I thought it was very good to, to go over there and get some laps. Yeah. So one of the news items been out lately is um, with Sweet, Sheldon, and Reitzel that they're not going to make it over there to even race something with their visas. You never had any trouble getting over there when you went, did you? Or... No, it was pretty simple then. I've, that was part of why I haven't gone back. Um, they've, I feel like they've made it more difficult. But um, and and plus, you know, it's. You know, it's kind of a critical time of the year as far as getting our own stuff together, yep. uh, shopping and preparing. You know, my ultimate goal is always to win a World of Outlaw Championship and uh, to compete at the highest level with my race team. Uh, so, you know, my main concern is making sure that's ready to go uh, before anything else. So, um, and and also, you know, like I said, at this time of the year, you know, I went over, I missed Christmas uh, the first year I went over, um, New Year's, all that stuff. So, I, you know, I'm away all year long. I just I yep. enjoy spending time with my family and 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 seeing everybody that I see when I am over here and, and getting to to have those experiences with them. So, um, I get to race all year long. I'm fortunate to do that. So, I, I enjoy having this time to kind of spend the time with them and then be home a little bit. Yep, spend a little time in the woods doesn't hurt either. <laughs> no, I like that. But I did see one of your posts or whatever. I see you pretty much got the car ready to go already, so that's a good thing. You're not scrambling the last week trying to get things done. No, we're we're ahead of the game this year, and we can't usually say that. So we uh, we have one car together. It's actually the car that I finished the year with, but um, we kind of knew, you know, where everything was at the end of uh, 2022. You know. You're fortunate that um, Relodyne, Drydine, Duramax, uh, C&D rigging all are, are hopping back on board. Um, you know, excited to, to par- partner back up with us. And, uh, you know, we're very excited about what the future holds. So we were knowing what we were in for this winter and could kind of plan everything out better. So our uh, we're kind of ahead of the game, which is nice. So we have a uh, you know, spare car up at up on top of the trailer the other week uh we put that up there and uh, we're actually building two more cars and then uh the one that was posted online was actually the car that i finished the season with so it just got painted up different looks nice and uh that one's ready to rock in florida you bet you bet do you have any other big news for 2023 or anything that you can share with us that's going to be different uh, not at the moment that I can think of, uh, <laughs> same stuff. I mean, you saw the photos on social media, what our car looks like, yep. uh, who's on there. Um, we might have some, some news coming up with, uh, some special races that, um, you know, some different 
people that might be on the car, but um, I don't think I'm allowed to announce that yet. And it's not first, so. That's uh, all right. But it'll be it'll be pretty neat, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting the season started. You bet. You bet. Um, <clears throat> so this year, um, pretty much doing. Well, hopefully you're going to win more races, you know, and be more consistent. But are you doing anything different? I mean, are you just pretty much everything going to be the same as it was last year as far as chassis, motors, and that sort of stuff? Yeah, I mean, we always tweak, you know, small things. To, you know, all our manufacturers are the same. Um, DMI has helped us a ton. Wing Dynamics, Smith Titanium, um, Newman's Racing Engines, FK Shocks, Triple uh, X chassis so we you know we're running the same stuff you know tj forge wheels uh but uh you know we tweak some things here and there uh that we feel like could have helped us in certain areas of the country or certain racetracks or certain conditions um you know changing wings around wheels you know shocks just a little bit um you know being prepared prepared for different scenarios but um you know that's why you take notes at every racetrack you know, I've, I have notes since I started racing the World Outlaw Tour. You know, once I got to that level, I knew um, it's going to have to be better about that. So we take notes and experiences from each racetrack and the conditions and, you know, what time of the year we're there and yep. uh, you know, how we qualify the heat race, all that stuff, and what we felt like we could have done better. And then you go back and you do it again next time. So um, I'm hoping we can, you know, improve on that. Like you said, we've been in that eight, eight, seven range of wins the last few years yep. so uh, you know my goal last year was to, to get in that double digit mark and i'm um you know as competitive as ever i think absolutely you know, many games last year you know i think what the one car get double digits the 41 car the other one or 17 too i don't i'm not totally sure but yeah i, I ain't gonna guess either because i can't remember but yeah the competition you can't if, if you're a gambling man, it's really hard to pick who's going to win on any given night with the Outlaws right now. It's, everyone's just so even. Yep. You know, I feel like the bars are so even, the parts are even. Uh, we ran the same tires for a lot of years. I am looking forward to running uh, a little bit different tires this year. I think it'll you know make everybody start fresh a little bit. You know, They're not going to be too far off. No. Uh, but, you know, it's not like when I, when I first started racing, the first, you know, 2014, 15, 16, as far as the World of Outlaw Tour goes, um, you know, Donnie Schatz and Ricky Warner together winning 25, 30 races. And I don't know if you're going to see that for a while. It's going to be tough. Yeah, somebody to be that dominant. Um, You know, sometimes a little bit of luck can go your way. You know, you see certain cars seem like they're always drawing the pole for the the dash and, and stuff like that. But that's about as far as it goes as far as their car being that much faster the driver being that much better than everybody else um i don't know if you're going to see that anytime soon you know it's just very competitive no they, they, them, I, I i agree with you 100 percent that those years are gone you know and and like steve kinzer's win records you know the total wins i don't see anybody ever catching that because you know he won 20 plus races for how many years in a row just about you know and you're never going to see that again i don't think no, I mean, Donnie was on, you know, winning similar races that for a few years. But, um, I mean, nobody will ever catch Steve Kendall no. for sure. No. There's no, no way. No, but, that's too far out there. So, has the World of Outlaws relayed to the drivers yet how they're going to handle this 
four races, what, what races don't actually count against you, you know, like the million dollar race at Eldora, have, has that been released to you guys as drivers yet on what's going on there? No, it hasn't. Uh, I, I hope that they don't count the, you know, the million is, or, you know, their rule states that you can't run a, what is it? You can't run a race within 48 hours or 24 hours of, of one of their events within a yeah. hundred miles or, or something like that. So that does, you know, Eldora would count as that if, if they go by their rules, but I, I hope they don't, you know, I think that'd be very unfair on their part, you know, as far as everything that was going on with high limit and the world of outlaws, you know, since the beginning, you know, I like to see the sport growing. Um, I don't think competition is a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. Um, you know, compared to the live golf tour and, uh, the PGA, but you know, it's kind of different, but I think it's a good thing. You know, I'm on, I've always thought I was on the world of outlaws side, you know, I enjoy racing for the world of outlaws. I want them to, you know, and I, I, you know, it's not even that type of competition. I think they are the best of the best, the drivers, the teams, uh, the organization. Um, I think it's the highest level of sprint car racing as I, as a kid, that's where I always wanted to be is, and that was to me always the highest form of, of sprint car racing. And that's where I wanted to stay for a long time. So, um, but I think, you know, being able to run other races and helping the teams out um, when you're you know raining out races and be able to you know hit a race here for twenty five thousand or fifty thousand I think that's a good thing and um, like I said I felt like I stuck up for the, that all since the beginning I feel like they have you know us in their best interest obviously they're going to take care of themselves uh, yeah. but um, you know I think they're they're pretty good at their race teams and building their brand and keeping you know keeping us at that level. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, we're t- you were talking about racing for a long time with World Outlaws. What what are your plans going forward? Do you have something? I mean, you're kind of in your prime right now. You could almost say, um, you looking. I mean, you know, five years, ten years. You want to keep racing with the Outlaws, or haven't really thought that far ahead. I plan on racing as long as I can. So it's, <laughs> I get up, I go for a run every day and try and keep myself in shape and um, try and learn the best I can. You know, I get on iRacing sometimes because um, I know that's what all these, you know, teenagers and stuff are going to be doing. That's what makes them sharp or, or learning. You know, we can't get in, you know, a car in the middle of, like you guys said, in the middle of January and go test a car somewhere. So, yeah. Uh, next best thing would be to, to get on that thing and, and run some laps and try and, you know, just keep yourself sharp. So I try to, you know, be the best I can as far as my fitness, you know, um, you know, maybe getting on iRace and learning new things about the car, um, you know, whatever, I, you know, looking at notes, watching Dirt Vision, kind of studying. And, uh, no, I plan to do this for a long time. It's been my dream. It's where my heart's always wanted to be. It's, and uh, I want to win a World of Outlaw Championship. I want to win multiple World of Outlaw yep. Championships. So I'm 30 years old. I, I feel like I have a, a long time in this sport yet. And, um, you know, I, I look forward to it. So it's where I want to be for a long time. See, he's a lot like us, bud, with that physical fitness stuff. You know, you and me do a lot of that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all-ounce curls? <laughs> well... Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Me too. Sometimes. <laughs> well, 
with me and Bud, though, we're, we're pretty laid back. His is Diet Coke and mine's Pepsi. Neither one of us drink beer, but we drink plenty of pop, so, you know, which is probably worse for us than beer, but, uh. <laughs> all right. Um, it, uh, Logan, if, there, if there's something we didn't cover that you want to mention before we go, um, we're going to go through some speed questions here, and then feel free to say anything else that you want to at the end of the show, so... Um, but we know you're a busy guy. Uh, we don't want to take any more of your time. So, um, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, it's one of the chocolate and peanut butter. So I'd say like moose tracks. Isn't that like chocolate peanut butter and stuff? Chocolate peanut butter. You can't go wrong with that. Sounds great to me. Are you a cat or dog person? Dog. Definitely. I got two bulldogs, Bubba and Pearl. (laughs) And then, um, hobbies obviously you like to hunt is there anything you do other than hunting for hobbies yeah i say hunting's my you know obviously other than racing my as far as a hobby hunting's probably my favorite uh golf's a close second yeah i guess it depends this year i didn't shoot a deer and i was out in the woods a lot so <laughs> i enjoyed being out there sitting in the woods seeing nature but when you don't see anything for a while that gets old pretty quick and then the golf starts to overtake the the hunting so yeah. uh got into that during covid so i enjoy golfing hunting um that's yeah i'd say that's my my hobbies see what when, when tob and i go golfing we see nature we're in the woods all the time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but all that that hunting you know you, you don't get something every time i mean i go pheasant hunting around here and and there's days you know you, you don't have to worry about cleaning the gun when you go home it's just you haven't shot it so yeah it happens. hey i was out probably 25 30 times this year in the woods and I, I enjoy bow hunting a lot better but uh i didn't draw back i didn't draw my bow back one time in the woods so i yep. feel you man yeah yep. that's just that's not a not a good year but it's still more fun than a lot of things in life just sitting out there enjoying <laughs> that's right. it that's right um do you have a favorite movie by chance? Favorite movie? If you don't, uh, you can pass. The first one that comes to mind is uh, the Johnny Cash movie. What they, what they call it? Is it Walk the Line? Yep. The yep, yep. There you go. Johnny Cash. Um, do you prefer snow or rain? Snow. That, that's good. Uh, if you were... This is a music... Fun. Music question. If you're stranded on an island, what type of music would you have to take with you? Uh, what do you call Tyler Childers? Because he's probably my favorite right now. He's, he's like a what, country bluegrass kind of kind of thing. I okay. like Tyler There you go. That's good. Do um, you have a favorite place to go out to eat at? Probably Longhorn Steakhouse. There you go. Um, how about a favorite holiday? Favorite holiday, probably Thanksgiving. You get to get to spend time with everybody, uh, but you don't have to worry about all the extra stuff. Yep, just eat and visit. All, all the girls, they gotta they gotta make all the food, so it's probably a little stressful for them. So, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, I, 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 what what uh, what app on your phone do you use the most? App on my phone do I use the most? Uh, probably Instagram. There you go. How many, uh, how many speeding tickets do you have, Logan? Uh, four or five. I think the last one I got was in a, uh, a rental minivan on the way back from Bridgeport. 
<laughs> a minivan, no less. Oh, they're not supposed to pull people over in a minivan. Yeah, that's where moms are driving. You're supposed to be safe in them. Mom or something, you'd be good to go, but they, they got me. <laughs> so, what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway? Oh, I don't know. I had a, I had a 2001 Ford Mustang Bullet. I used to have to see what that thing had every once in a while. I don't know. I definitely had it over 120, but I don't know. It's, it's not like I looked over that thing like a different car. So I was, I got up to that speed and I thought, I don't know what, what's going to fall off of this. <laughs> <laughs> don't have time to look at the speedometer at that speed on the highway. Oh. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite drink? Alcoholic, whatever, it don't matter. Favorite drink? Uh... Just a regular, probably sweet tea, but uh, yep. if we're, go we're going out and having some drinks, I like the wild turkey American honey. That's my that's my favorite. If I'm celebrating a win or something, that's that's the route I go down. Right there. That's good. Last question for you. If money was no object, is there a certain car or pickup or something that you would love to have? Uh, 69 Camaro for sure. That's always been my dream car. Um, yeah, I don't think much can beat that for me. I mean, there's a lot of cool cars, definitely, now with all the technology and stuff and you know, new stuff they come out with. It'd definitely be fun. Uh, but uh, if money was an object, I'd probably find the coolest 69 Camaro that I could find, the rarest one. That'd be what I'd get. And you would need money to get one of them, too, because <laughs> everybody seems to like them. Um one question we had forgotten to ask you, so I lied. I'm going to go back to one question. Does <laughs> does the number on your car mean anything to you and or the family? So basically just my grandfather was 1A uh, in his career. Uh, that's what he's always ran. So when I was racing go-karts competitively as a kid, uh, I actually started out as 1A also. And then um, you know, somebody said, you know, his last name isn't Alan. Why don't you make him 1S? So, um I started putting one S on my car when I was a kid. And then not too long after Jacob started racing and obviously he was going to run one A. So sure. we both S on one A uh, since we were little kids. Yeah, Worked out good then that you were awesome. able to switch. You bet. Um, Logan, thanks so much for coming on. I don't know if there's something else you want to say or something like that, that we didn't cover, but um, thanks again for coming on. Yeah, anytime, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It was nice to get on and talk to you all, and uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely stop by and say hi when you get up here to Houston for the high banks. All right, sounds good. Look forward to it. 250000 win this year. That'd Let's be, go. That'd be, that'd be fun to put in the pocket, <laughs> wouldn't it? No kidding. Uh, all, right. all right. Thanks again, Logan. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Fulkins Brothers Trucking, complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind since 1979. Call Trim at 800-831-8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, call Trim at 800-831-8553. And thank you, fellas, for being part of our show. And we're back. Great guy. Yep. That, yep. Was, that was a lot of fun. Yep. Deer hunter. Golfer and racer. <laughs> Tess. I mean, is there hunt, more to life? Hunt, golf, and race. That's pretty good for me. I'm, uh, I mean, if I can do them three things and skip that work thing that enables me to do some of that stuff, that would just be wonderful. Yeah, no kidding, no kidding. So, 
Uh, again, thanks for Logan for letting yep. us do that. But uh, we, of course, wish him the best. Oh, yeah, best of luck in the year coming. I, I really think, you know, him and Jacob Allen both. I, you know, Jacob kind of had a breakout season last yep. year. Um, Logan's been steady. Um, like he said, you know, just has to get rid just, of those DNFs. Yep, just, yep you the know. DNFs just kill you with the um, outlaws. I'm going to go out on the limb and say it's his year. I really think, I, I think he's, I think he's, made all the right moves and you watch come come next year at the end of this coming season i should say we got a new champion on hand well i hope so it'll be fun to watch if not i can give you a hard time about being wrong yeah absolutely why not (laughs) you know and he's one guy that we always cheer for in here yep you know so all right We'll be back on next Wednesday. I have no idea who we're going to have on yet, but we'll have somebody on. We'll figure it on. 